Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash usedbookguy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today. Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. Mike here alongside Johnny, as always. Today's topic is it's going to be a fun one because we kind of can get off the rails with this, and it's controlling the controllables. I know it's a mouthful. You can't say it 10 times in a row as fast as you possibly can, but it is super important. So I'm kind of just going to dive right into this and throw it over to Johnny. So when we say controlling the controllables, it's when people, the biggest one is my sales are down for X, Y, and Z that I can't control, right? The the economy, the platform I sell on sucks, uh, things like that. So what's your take on outside forces affecting your business? And do you let it affect your business? Or are you just business as usual every single day, regardless if the comments come in to hit the earth, regardless if eBay's doing some kind of update? Um. I mean, it affects me slightly. I examine, is the product we're listing not good product anymore? And why may that be? Is it because of the news cycle? Or is it because they're doing an update on the platform? Or is it just a everybody's outside and not on the internet these kind of days? But you can't really affect, let it affect your day-to-day -day operations other than you may need to make a slight pivot somewhere in that. But the operational side is the same. So instead of, I don't know, Stephen King books aren't popular anymore, let's put in some Clive Barker instead. Oh, Clive Barker's selling left and right. Let's keep on with Mr. Clive here. He's doing pretty good. Um, for those that don't have access to doing stuff in droves like that, and you're doing these one-offs, well, you may need to decide on your niches and stuff. Uh, maybe you're just doing no dust jacket books, nothing before 1940 or nothing after 1940, rather. So getting more into the antiquarian uh, side of things. Um, as far as it letting it affect you, it's going to affect you, sure. That's that's money not coming into your account, absolutely. Um, maybe it's going on to a different platform to kind of stabilize till, let's say, the platform's having issues for X, Y, Z reason, like you're saying. Maybe adding another platform where you're making the same and or more because of that. And once this picks up over here, well, you now you're making even more money. So you got you got to make these mental adjustments of what do I need to do to make money today? What is inside my control? Is adding another platform, maybe increasing my listings another 10 if you're an eBay seller or 20 or whatever your number may be, or maybe it's a different type of product. There's all these ways to adjust and pivot while maintaining the status quo more or less. You just may be tacking a little more on or making some slight, slight tweaks here and there. I don't know, man, because... Most people's reaction, you just said, oh, all right, Johnny's going to add 10 listings if his sales are down. People do the opposite, man. Like, think about it. Somebody has a crappy week, a crappy month on eBay. All of a sudden, they're second guessing their whole existence in the reselling world. And like, well, it's almost like it gives people ammo to not go and do what they're supposed to do, like their daily tasks, right? Because Oh, Johnny, why am I going to list my 10 today on eBay if eBay is broken and they're not going to sell, right? That's going to be the first thought that comes into most resellers' minds is I'm going to do less since the platform's broken. It's not I'm going to do more like you said. I mean, 
I've fallen down that rabbit hole before too. Like, what am I missing on eBay? Maybe I need to increase my promoted listings by a quarter of a percent. I've done junk like that before. Or maybe I need to end listings and relist my same items. I mean, there, there's all these hocus pocus tricks that arguably may or may not work. Nobody has any proof 100%. Oh, I did this. My sales went up. Well, I did the same thing and my sales didn't go up. Who's right or wrong? Don't care. What is in my control? I can list more or I can tack on another platform or I could do some cross listing or I can um, open a storefront. I can do all these external things that are completely within my control versus, the, like I was saying, these hocus pocus Halloween buzz thing there um, to hope that it works. I want to know an extra listing. That's a guaranteed extra thing out there that could sell. Uh, me changing the promoted listing, I mean, in theory, could bring in some more traffic, which could produce a sale. But I know for certain an extra listing has much more of a probability of actually producing money than a gamble. That's what promoted listings are to me is a gamble. And I use promoted listings. I like promoted listings, honestly. Um, but I can't prove definitively whether it works or not. I know a listing going up, that's definitive. I got even a more controversial one here when it comes to controlling the controllables. And people will be yelling about this, but it's whatever. Finding better quality items. I think personally that you control this. It's not a just random roll of a die, a, a, a die here to see if it falls on number three every single time. I think we have a lot more control when it comes to the stuff we decide to buy to resell. And I think a lot of people will get caught up and say, well, my thrift store suck now. So what am I going to do? Like that's, that's the big argument when I tell somebody to stop selling the the low value junk, right? Stop selling the 10, 12, $15 stuff. Let's get up to $20. Let's get up to $25. And the argument always is, well, Mike, I can't find that stuff where I'm at. And I would argue the complete opposite because I, my business from last year to this year, I'm going to the same thrift stores, right? It's not like I moved towns and all of a sudden I'm finding the, the higher value stuff. I'm in the same stores. The The change you have to make is you leave that junk behind for somebody else and you just yeah. buy the better stuff. So like, what's your take on when somebody says, I can't find better items to sell? Like, I'm just curious. It's bullshit. You can't find better items to sell. Um, you can absolutely find better items. So let, let's just go extrapolate. Let's say legitimately they can't find items at the thrift store. Sure. Have you tried estate sales in your area? Have you tried auctions in your area? Have you gone to your store, your library store section? Yes, they have stores and libraries or looked at library sales or have you gone to bookstore, an actual bookstore? My gosh. Now, however, me saying this, thrift stores are going to be cheaper. These other avenues may be a bit more expensive, but you're coming back with higher quality goods. Um, and you know what? If you're in, I don't know, Juneau, Alaska, okay, you have access to the internet. Look for it. And yes, you are going to pay up, but you are you may pay, I don't know, 20 to get $100 versus your nickel to get $100. But you're not finding any $100 items in your nickel store. I'm, I mean, that, that may be a thing for you. But online, you may have to pay up to get a hundred dollar item. So you sell it, you're gonna make eighty bucks back. Um, maybe get forty, forty five out of that. Versus, well, I bought it for a nickel and I sold it for ten dollars. After fees, no, you didn't. 
but it, there's always a way. You just have to dig, um, and you don't have to leave state lines or any nonsense like that to get stuff. I mean, you can if you want. I mean, it's a fun trip. Uh, or you could try new areas. Um, you could, you can even ask people. Uh, there's plenty of groups free out there, forums and whatever, uh, to get advice on where to get your goods from. There's always, always a way. Always. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know what it is with people that, especially with resellers, it's almost as if we just want to be busy all the time within the business. Instead of being as profitable as we can, it's almost as if, hey, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all this stuff because I can list it, even though it's not going to make me any money. But hey, I have, I think for me, the argument of I have X amount of items in my store when it comes to eBay is just as stupid as the argument on Amazon as I'm a seven-figure, eight-figure seller. I think it has no validity. Sorry, I know you have a lot in your store, Johnny. Um, I just don't think having, well, I got my t-shirt on. I got 20,000 items in my eBay store. What does that I don't even think it's an accolade, honestly. If you had yeah. stuff that was actually selling, then you should get to a point where you're selling more than you're listing. So like my argument is as you go up in numbers and it's not coming back down, you're just listing junk. Absolutely. Or your store, let's say you may you listed like crazy one year. And you taper it off for a higher end model and maybe you're not listing as crazily. Well, that first year you clogged up your store. The people coming in traffic wise, they're just seeing junk, a lot, a lot more junk than your, your gold and silver and platinum pieces, honestly. Um, and I, I'm a believer in eBay only gives you so much traffic a day. And I want them to see a winner versus a loser. That's not to say I don't have junk items in my store. I didn't know what I was doing when I started. This is a book. It can go up, sling it up and list it and forget it. Um, probably earlier next year, we're going to pull out a lot of my items in my store from that first year of learning, um, because it's just junk. We're just trying to liquidate. They're on markdown sales. I'm sending like 75% off offers, just trying to clear it out to make as much money as I can. But I'm pulling the cord on that stuff probably in Q1 of next year, just to get it out entirely. Whatever isn't gone by then, well, I'm sorry, it's hitting my storefront and it could sit on the shelf out there. The next one I want to the next one I want to get into is well I couldn't list today because uh X Y and Z happened like people not having kind of a schedule to their reselling life I guess this would be like I couldn't list today because uh, I ran out of diapers for myself so I had to go to the store to get diapers during my time where I usually list so I couldn't list today and then the next day happens right and it's something else right I'm like um i needed to give my cat attention today instead of listing on ebay i think we i think we people that kind of like have this schedule that's like wishy-washy it's almost worse than not having a schedule at all if you're always going to cancel on yourself versus just not having a schedule but i do think this happens so often out there like well you know what i'm not going to do this today i'll take care of it tomorrow and you just keep pushing things down the line and in your mind you think you have all this going on around you, right? Like, well, this I got to go do this. I got to go do that. When in actuality, you're just 
finding an excuse for yourself not to actually sit down and do something related to your business. And listen, you say it all the time. You got to embrace the suck sometimes. You just have to suck it up, get it done. And that happens in every business, every kind of online business. There are days I have them. Deb has them where you have to sit down and you have to do things you really don't want to do, but that's how you win. But most people are just like, well, I got to go to, I got to go dinner shop tonight. I don't, I can't, I don't have time to do this for my business. So I'm going to talk to the wishy-washy people. Not only that, people that just have chaotic, disrupted lives. You mom and dads out there, they got five kids talking to you. You can list the quota you need on a daily basis, just list a little bit more when you're when your schedule is more stable. Don't launch all these listings. eBay has a draft bank. Save it up for those emergency type days where, I don't know, Billy broke his arm horsing around with kids at school. You need to go take a Billy. Absolutely. Go take a Billy. Go, go take care of Billy. That's an emergency. That's unplanned for. Those the kind of things happen. And you wishy-washy people that need to have meditation time with your cats. Okay, same applies to you too. Uh, just do a little bit extra on your more stable days to account for those unforeseeable or you need a break kind of days. There's plenty of people that only list five days a week that do this full time and have the weekends off. They just do include those two extra days in those five days of work and they get their weekends off. Same mentality to you for people who don't have a static schedule or a very disruptive life because of children and or unforeseeable emergencies or family health issues and stuff of that nature. I'm curious. You got to have some, you got to have a short list here, maybe even a long list of pet peeves that recent, like things you hear resellers, like lame duck excuses of things they should be doing. And they just choose not to, because you know, this, the, the, the cat needs a belly rub, right? Like what are some things that kind of irritate you when you hear resellers that, make these excuses for not doing, you know, maybe not listing or, you know, not sending off a box to Amazon. Like you have any in your mind, like off the top of your head that just drive you nuts. If somebody's like, well, I couldn't list today because, uh, or I couldn't go to the thrift store today because the car wasn't running right or something. I don't know. What do you got? What do you got over there in your head? I know you got some stuff in there that probably drives you nuts. You keep on buying and you're asking your excuse. I had to go source today instead of do my listings because I must source today because sourcing. Stop buying, jerk. List. Um, well, I didn't get my listings up because it was my bedtime. It was nine o'clock on the dot. Stay up a little later. Get your listings done. I stay up late. Things interrupt my day too. You can do it as well, sir or ma'am. Um, let's see another one that drives me insane. Oh, I can't find anything to buy. You're not trying hard enough. Go on the internet, buy online, uh, stop going to the thrift stores where you can't find anything, but it's my local thrift store. Don't care. Go to your non-local thrift store, uh, hit up Craigslist, Facebook. Um, you can find a way. There is no excuse. I don't care what niche you're in unless it's like bars of gold. You're a gold bar seller. I may cut you some slack, but outside of you guys, Figure it out. You can. You can't figure it out. Ask somebody. You'll get an answer. That is like the like. I feel like we need T-shirts that say this, right? Your excuse not to list stuff is because you have to go buy more stuff not to list. <laughs> what is wrong with you, you death pile people? What is wrong with you? List. 
I... There's a difference between a death pile and a queue. We've gone over this before, but you people not listing, you got a death pile over there because you're overbuying. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, really, but yeah. You, I don't think, like, well, I mean, I, I know for a fact you cannot have a death pile with Amazon the way the prices race to the bottom. Like, people would just be bankrupt completely like they would just have piles and piles of media sitting in their house that are is no longer worth the descendant at amazon i that mentality is so crazy to me that i have to go buy more stuff before i list what i have and like you said we're not talking about okay i have the queue of two weeks of stuff that i'm going to list gradually yeah we're talking about the people that just have stuff they have no intentions of listing and your queue can't be your pile. It's not just, oh, well, my queue's over there in the corner, right? You just throw stuff over there. The queue is, okay, here's the 10 items I'm listing today, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. It's That's crazy to me. And I know there's there's probably, you know, 50% of resellers are probably doing that exact thing today instead of listing. They're going to go to the thrift store and, and fiddle-faddle around for three hours. So here here's the thing that gets me well i'll miss out on those grail items or i I don't know what i'm going to find if i don't go newsflash they'll always be there you will always find them you can miss a day to list because you know what happens when you don't list it doesn't sell if people can't see it and this is most of this information i'm regurgitating in a stern fashion from mr tech and sports which we had on a few weeks ago but it's true it'll always be there and the the stuff you want to go buy you can always find it i promise you um and the stuff that isn't for sale can't be sold there's no way for you to accumulate money off a pile of stuff just sitting on your table in your garage in your shed um if it's not up for sale, if it's not listed or not boxed up. Now you box people, uh, Amazon sellers. I get, I get the mentality of you need enough to send a box. Sure. So your objective should really be accumulating enough stuff for whatever your schedule is to send a box on whatever time frame you set for yourself. You're doing a box once a month. Fine. How do you get a box worth of stuff in a month or a week or two weeks or a day? Just depending on whatever your speed is. Don't care what that is necessarily. Um, just that you do it and figure out a way to accomplish sending it out on whatever goal you've set for yourself from a month to a day person. doesn't matter. I think the, the main takeaway that we haven't hit on yet is that as a reseller, whatever you want to call yourself when it comes to you know selling goods online, there's going to be sacrifices you're going to have to make for your business. I mean, that's just the reality of anything. If you're building a business, which we all are, we're all business owners, whether you're part-time, full-time doing this, you know, a lot of us sell ourselves short. We're, oh, we just resell junk online once a week. And yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Um, but overall, there's going to be things you have to sacrifice, right? Like you can't just sit around like, we can't just get off this call today, Johnny, and me and you go play video games for the next five days straight, right? You have to make a choice. Are you going to grow the business? Are you going to stop doing some of these things that maybe aren't, you know, maybe you're not going to watch Netflix for 
five hours a night or, you know, there's certain things you can cut out that really aren't making you money. If you're going to take your business seriously, that's just the reality of anything. And even if somebody has a job, I'll be the first one to tell you, it was one of the main reasons I left CVS is because you sacrifice everything. If that job needs you to be there, they're not going to let you call out. They're, they're going to make you cover someone else's shift. You don't have a choice in the matter. So now you have a choice. So now we can plan for these things. Like you said earlier, a draft bank, thinking ahead. Well, I know next month I'm going, I'm going on vacation for this week. You can plan ahead and you know, these are the days I'm going to have off. But we still choose not to do these things as resellers. We still just, well, it's here. So I got to shut everything down. And, you know, who knows if I'll ever come back. It's crazy to me. And here's one for you, especially for people that have kids out there. If you know little Billy's going to dilly-dally for an extra 30 minutes a day as you're toting him around town from school to someplace, he wants ice cream after school, and that costs you 30 minutes of your allotted hour time, so now you're down to a half hour and you always feel that you're behind, well, you got you got two choices in my opinion. You wake up an extra half an hour early or you go to bed an extra half hour later. You can make an adjustment there. If you have a known quantifiable thing like Billy, he cost me 30 minutes a day. Love Billy. Love taking him around downtown to get his little ice cream cone every day. Great for Billy. But you need to assign time for your business if you're trying to treat it seriously. Um, and you got to make, well, like Mike was saying, those sacrifices. It's 30 minutes of going to bed later or getting up 30 minutes early, honestly, uh, to make those adjustments. Now, extrapolate that to whatever time sink you have going on in your life. This is just a rough example. I'm going to wrap it up here before we jump over to the members part. Um, I think it's important to not worry about things that are out of your control. And we didn't talk about this, but I'll, I'm going to sum it up real quick because I know both our, uh, I know both of our stances on it. Platform fee increases. What are you going to do about it? What is, what is me and Johnny going to do when they decide to raise the fees by one, two percent, there ain't nothing you can do. I'll, I'll call Johnny in the middle of the night, right, on my little rotary phone. But Johnny, they raise fees. This is the end. No, we don't care, right? We just keep moving. You keep doing what you're doing. Block out all the noise, all the nonsense that goes on. I'm not saying be a miserable. I'm only business type person because we have the business where if I want to watch you know, The Walking Dead every Sunday night at 9 p.m., I can work that into my schedule because I'm the business owner and I can do things in advance to make these things happen. The whole point a lot of people do reselling is for freedom, freedom to have your own schedule, freedom to be your own boss. But with that comes responsibility and sacrifices are going to be made. So control the things you can control, block out everything else around you and just focus on your business. And you'll be amazed at the results you can get, whether you're selling on eBay or Amazon. So we appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. Today's full episode and all previous episodes are available to all YouTube members, along with the weekly Zoom call and private Discord. Head on over to youtube.com backslash the used book guy and consider joining for as little as $2.99 a month.